What's the one thing all great teams have in common? Great coaching. Try to suck up to me, Evelyn. I'm Gordon Bombay, the new hockey coach. All right, let's go! Learn me! Come on! We're Team USA, gathered from all across America. And we're gonna stick together. You know why? Because we are ducks, and ducks fly together. It's the Quack Attack Podcast. Hey, everybody. Our little secret. I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hello, everyone. That's Kevin. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Quack Attack Podcast, the definitive Mighty Ducks podcast. We're working hard to bring you the pod here. We're recording on a different day in the middle of the workday because not everyone could do it. So just remember that. Um, a couple. Hey, if anyone of my bosses are listening, this is on my lunch break. Yeah, <laughs> so that's Mark, true. Mike, thank you for being a narc. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Lunch break time. All right. Uh, a couple um, housekeeping notes. So first of all, Sean Weiss. Sean Weiss is doing well. He passed. He passed the hundred seventy day mark sober. Um, so he's getting a bunch of dental work done. So some dentists just offered to do it for free. Um, but they are raising money still for his treatment center and food and stuff like that. So if you want to donate, uh, there's a GoFundMe out there. I'll put it in the show notes. But Sean Weiss on the comeback trail. So it's a, it's a happy story in these depressing coronavirus times. It's great to see. Yes. And then second note, we got some Mighty Ducks TV series news. Um, so they've started posting... They're filming dates again, and I'm not going to give anybody credit because this is public information. Uh, August 31st to December 17th is going to be the new filming dates in Vancouver again. Um, So we're going to start back up. So the last sort of news we had was they had just finished wrapping the pilot before – just finished wrapping – like shooting the pilot before coronavirus kicked in. So, uh, I mean, with those filming dates, you're looking at sometime 2021, probably, that it's coming to Disney Plus here. So, a bit of a delay, but it is what it is. And, um, yeah, I, I I don't know if we're going to be able to make it out there. I mean, I Canada's got like a 14-day quarantine if you come out there. So, um, I don't know. We might have to wait for season two. Yeah, that's the timing is pretty unfortunate. Like for selfish reasons, I kind of wish they had pushed it farther. But I'm 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 very glad that they're you know going through with it still. Um, it's just yeah, I'm not very optimistic that we'll have enough time to get there, or or you know be allowed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it is what it is. There's some question um about well i guess it's not really about lauren graham's involvement in this series it's about her involvement in uh zoe's extraordinary playlist the other shows that she's on so uh scrap that let's just move on now to uh the topic at hand and it is time to finish our discussion on the mighty duck subplots ranking them determining if they are necessary uh so we did episodes uh or i guess the last two episodes were from the films one and two uh so now we're going to d3 kevin's favorite and uh i have best one the best one yes i have uh four exterior like plot points not related to the main story although they might fit in here so the main story is a little interesting in this one 
I was thinking it's more like, okay, they go to Eden Hall, but it's really about Charlie. And, you know, Charlie leaves the team. He comes back. He comes and saves the day. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so the first subplot I have is the prank war between the Varsity and JV. But is that too uh, integral to the plot? I don't, I don't think it's like an integral plot point, but uh, I mean, it's important in the movie, but I, I guess I, I think that would kind of qualify. I mean, I think the animosity is kind of already built in from the get-go, so that's just kind of like a, a little detour that they take. Um, so I, I, I think that'd qualify. All right. All right. That's good news. Uh, the second oh, uh, Question, are you going chronologically in this instance? No, this is just okay. uh, stream of consciousness, I think. Gotcha. Um, my second one was Banks going to varsity. To me, this is like a classic side plot because he goes and then he comes back and nothing really happens other than he is the one that says it's cool um, to go to the dinner where they often ultimately get stiffed by the varsity. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I, we, I guess we can talk about it later. Uh, about it, be, whether it's necessary, but I, I think that's a pretty self-explanatory subplot there. Um, number three, Luis Mendoza and Mindy um, getting together and his just pursuit of her. And then number four, Goldberg versus Julie and their Goldberg's little scheming there. Um, I was gonna, I was gonna say that as well. Yeah. Any other side plots from D three that we really need to um, break I, down? I, I guess you could kind of mention Charlie and Linda. Um, the um, so my take on you know the overall storyline to be linear is the Ducks go to Eden Hall and are trying to fit in there without Coach Bombay, so they're adapting to a new coach, and so everything else is an offshoot of that. And so you can argue that like Banks being put on varsity um, is kind of like playing into that because it's dividing the ducks. Um, Charlie being the main character in all of this um, could be, you know, him kind of going after Linda maybe argue is, is integral, but I think that's more of a side plot. Um, I think, the other ones you you mentioned were pretty good. The prank war, I think, is the most interesting one because that kind of highlights animosity between JV and varsity. You don't really need it, but I think it it kind of builds things. I I think we questioned some of like these pranks in like I mean if one of these goes wrong, people die. So so uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I I think there's one that we might want to consider as well. Um, it is relatively integral in the main plot, but um, the bumping of Riley's brother off the roster. <laughs> yeah, that's like a random thing. Well, I guess that creates the animosity that like kind of... Yeah, I, I feel like that just kind of like or... fuels into it a little bit more. Like, I yeah. mean, I'm, I'm sure the animosity would have been there regardless, but think... because like they're like overshadowing this like incredible varsity team. Yeah, I mean, that's more of a like an element versus like a, a subplot, I guess. I think we ran into this discussion in the first one. Like, what are we just taking small elements and, and 
or are they actually like well the, the only the only reason why i would i would consider maybe a subplot is because it, as he was alluded to like when they do go to pull their scholarships like there is a, right. a, a, a a moving force behind that aside from just animosity okay like like that's kind of separate from like the varsity jv animosity that's like the parents yeah and the board members you know um so i think that's maybe might be why it qualifies no that's a that's a fair point um i have two more that i just thought of while we were talking um han's dying would you count that as a subplot Mm. I I think so. Well, I don't know. It's more of a... eh. Something that happens. Because it does kind of galvanize the team. I don't know. I I think think Bombay returning is more of a subplot than than Hans dying. No, I I think both of those are more kind of like the main arc, really. Um, I I think the the pure definition of like a needless subplot is Luis and the cheerleader. It's like... (laughs) That is totally not needed. Um, it doesn't really, it doesn't move either character forward. It doesn't move the plot forward. I guess one argument could be like Eden Hall doesn't actually like Varsity that much, but that's maybe too much of a reach. I think the second one would be um, the Julie and Goldberg rivalry where, you know, I, I'm okay with, you know, Julie replacing Goldberg as she should. But Goldberg trying to get his spot back by having the cat, you know, fatten up is is kind of a weird angle for that. Um, so I think those are the two that I have the most issue with where it's like, you don't really need that. Although I think the, the Julie Goldberg dynamic is pretty good, honestly. All right. So my last one, and I think this might be too integral to the main story, was just the the sort of hatred of orion i guess or the how different he was than bombay and then uh, them all having to deal with that but that um to tommy's point about the main plot being they go to eden hall and have trouble fitting in i think that might be too close to uh that main point there so i will take that one off so we have one two three four uh five six now Um, are we are we considering portman's kind of disappearance to be a subplot and then there's reemergence. Mm. I would say yes. Like there's no there's no and like they do bring it around and he comes back. I would count it as a subplot, Tommy. Um I guess the return of Portman, I guess, and it's very much like I cause they wave at it in the very beginning. Um if they didn't wave at it, you'd be like, what the yeah. you know? Oh yeah, I forgot about that guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think the way they set it up and then brought it back, I think counts. Um so we'll I, add that. Another and it's not integral really to the story, but uh Coach Orion and his kid. Yeah. Like that's I think that should be another one that's thrown in there. I'll, I I don't know, I guess you could argue that is integral, but yeah, I just don't know. I think is that more like Hans dying? Where like it's a thing that happened within that storyline. Yeah, but it doesn't really have like a a payoff or anything um, later on. It's just sort of an element. That's well, it does it's... get Charlie to respect Orion. That's true. That's true. 
I don't know. But maybe that's too like linear on the on the main story though. Tommy, Tommy, you're our film expert from all your college classes. What what's your ruling? I, I'd say it's more character development. Um, now, you know, you you think of like in in movies, books, whatever. You think of uh, the story, and the characters are mules who are bringing the story along with them, or kind of like they're the ones who are like you tell the story through the characters. And so this is a story about why this coach is there and why he stayed there. Um, and so I don't know if it's necessarily a subplot. I think it's more just character development because like Luis and Mindy, it's like, there's no character development there. Um, you can argue with, with Goldberg and, um, and the cat, there really isn't that much either, but like the prank war, it's you're kind of seeing the animosity between them and you're seeing the ducks kind of come to their own and like kind of grow together um, and kind of be united against Ian Hall. So that's, I'd say the whole daughter thing is more just character development. Now you can argue like you don't need to see them like skating on the rink. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's fine. It's not really a subplot. All right. Yeah, I, I've, I've one more subplot to throw okay. out there. It is uh, the reemergence of Gunnar Stahl and his clandestine <laughs> way of being Scooter the goalie. Yeah, that's a deep cut for the true Quackalites. <laughs> but uh, we'll just, uh, I think it's too deep for uh, the general viewer. Um, so yeah, and we're, we're a populist podcast. So uh, we, we appeal to the masses. So I think we'll leave that one out. But... Let's go into them. So the first one Tommy mentioned, um, kind of an iffy side plot versus the real plot, which is the prank war between the varsity and the JV. Um, is it? Would you keep it? Hundred percent, yes. I agree. I agree. The, the prank, the prank war. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I think I think that adds like. I, I remember remembering that when I was a kid, you know, mm -hmm. like that was like a lot of those things stuck out. Like when they go into the locker room and the, the jacket falls down and shatters. Like, I, I, I feel like there's some pretty um, like poignant memories. All right. Uh, yeah, I agree. Just good fun. Uh, probably a little dangerous and uh, could have killed somebody, <laughs> but good fun in the end. Uh the other plot point, number two, Banks going to varsity and then I guess coming back um, at the end. Would you keep it or get rid of it? I I would say it, it almost makes – it wouldn't make sense not to have it because like the, the whole – in the earlier two films, you're built up – like Banks is built up as like this like future pro type level player. Like of course he's going to make varsity. Like there's no there's no way he wouldn't if he if he truly is as good as he's billed as. That's true. Um, my only issue is like he makes varsity, and then like him and Charlie fight at the uh, in the morning sort of scrimmage that they do, and then he comes back, and then that's sort of it. Like it there's no sort of development in it, of it or payoff, but that is a good point just to keep the continuity of the previous two kind of what we set this character to be so um yeah we can keep it that's fine it doesn't I, really hurt anything i i i know we've i'm pretty sure we've touched on this before but i i do think one of my favorite parts of that is how like the players just unilaterally are like yeah you can have banks back like 
the coach <laughs> yeah. has no say in that at all. <laughs> like the coach shows up to the game. He's like, where the fuck is Banks? He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's a weak side plot, but still one uh, that we're going to keep. Uh, like, I, I think it it does move the overall story forward, and like you could argue, if Banks is on JV, that they have no issues with their hockey. Like they'd still beat the shit out of the Blake Bears, and and then Charlie isn't like you know whiny all movie or whatever. Interesting, interesting. That's a whole uh, another rabbit hole to go down to. Like, could Banks have saved Charlie some heartache if he just stayed on the JV? Um, Number three, Luis Mendoza and Mindy. We sort of touched on this one, but uh, does anybody want to keep it? I, so I like keeping it just because it's like, I, I don't know. I find it like funny. Like uh, granted, there are a couple scenes where it's like, whoa, that's not cool, dude. But uh, like the, the when he's crawling on the floor, that's yeah. such a strange scene to see now. But uh, I, I think it's like funny and it, and it gives him like some kind of screen time as opposed to just <laughs> falling down because he can't stop. So I, I like it for, in that respect, but aside aside from that, like I, I, if they if you do keep it in, I wish they had developed a little bit more, like the animosity between him and Riley yeah. more or something. I don't know. Yeah, and I guess they did kind of in D two they mentioned you know, oh Luis, good looking skater, you know, very good looking. So kind of yeah, like his yeah. thing was he was a good looking guy who who couldn't skate or he couldn't stop. And so I guess in D three they had to kind of well he's learned how to stop. So I guess he's like a ladies man is like the you know, the development they want to go with his character. Cause everyone else has like, you know, something about him, you know, with, um, with Dwayne obviously being, you know, the Oshucks cowboy, you know, he's got his, you know, roping scene and everything. And, you know, you've got, you know, Ken Wu, I guess wants to be tough and, you know, I guess Russ is kind of like smart out like comic relief a bit. Um, so they needed to continue the development of Louise because every duck essentially has like a thing about them. Mm-hmm. And so that's the way for Louise to get his. But I agree with Kevin. There are a couple scenes you're like, okay, you know, him like crawling under the table, whatever, you know. Yeah. All Not right. a great look. Not a great look, Louise. <laughs> yeah. And then breaking the fourth wall just out of nowhere <laughs> was kind of weird um, as well, just to add to the cringiness there. So uh, I guess we're keeping that. Um, Goldberg and Julie, they're that, I guess, scheming from Goldberg and, um, trying to make Julie fat. Would you keep it or get rid of it? I'd keep it. Cause again, it's funny. You know, I think, you know, Sean Weiss is a good comic actor. And, um, so he kind of, he pulls that off. Um, you know, it, it doesn't seem like appropriate for Julia cat though. She seems like someone who would be like, like Goldberg. No, I'm not a fucking yeah. idiot. Yeah. That's and what I, I, I was going to say. It's like so says, doesn't the Dean say like, and she's an A student or something like yep. that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, she, she's never like been billed as like an aloof character that like wouldn't catch on to this. So I, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. I, I do like this, like, you know, back and forth between them. And I, I think again, Sean Weiss, you know, nails it. He's really good at that role, but it's just this, so, so strange and out of place for Julie the cat. It's like I almost get the sense that they would go to prom together just like as friends, really. And, you know, and just be like cutting up the whole time. And it's like that's kind of like the the relationship I get for, for them or whatever. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're keeping it. Um, so would you rank this ahead of Mendoza and Mindy? Yes. yes. Would you rank it ahead of Banks going to varsity? No. No, Banks University is 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 important. 
Alright. And then I ha I have the prank war ahead of that, ahead of Banks going to varsity. Um, Alright. Uh, so three more. We have Charlie and Linda next. Thoughts? This, I, I, so a quick, quick question on this. Uh, does this also encompass the changing of the team name? No, because I think Linda, you could still have Linda campaigning and all that. And them not date. And yeah, and them not date and her not care about hockey until if if that's if that's the case, then then no. I mean it's leave it out. Like there's nothing nothing happens. There's with them dating? What's that? With with them dating? Yeah, I mean it's just like I don't know. They kiss at the end? They do sure. kiss at the end. Um, yeah, so it just well, feels she's like the only very... thing that like is keeping him there. Remember, he's like, "Oh, I hate everything about the school except for maybe you." Yeah, I don't know. It just feels like underdeveloped to me. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's okay, but he he invites her to a game. She shows up, and then he breaks his stick on the crossbar, and then they like she still likes him after because he's a bad boy. <laughs> Um, but I guess Linda does introduce the whole potential name change at the end. And so she, her suggesting that, and you kind of have to not just have like a random ass character be like, Hey, yeah. we got a petition going on and never be seen again. So, I That's mean, it makes true. sense. The, the writing elements. That's true. All right. All right. Uh, we can keep it. Is this better or worse than Luis and Mindy though? Better, I guess. But... I guess better, but it, like, the Louis Mini thing, like, there's nothing that's really going to be worse than that. <laughs> I mean, I guess the whole maybe, maybe Cole being like a total idiot, like, yeah, him and, like Scooter being really going, smart. If we're going by your rubric, that's all that is. is character that's character, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Louis Mini thing is just. Okay. Um, so we'll slot that underneath Goldberg and Julie. Um, then we have the um, sort of. Bumping of Riley's brother slash the JV team and the, the scholarship aspects of the Ducks going to Eden Hall, that whole sort of side plot there. I think that should rank pretty high just because it does like enhance the the main plot. Um, well, it, so. it gives the varsity a reason to hate the Ducks. And specifically Riley. Yeah. I... I, the more we talk about this, the more I like it. Just because, um, yeah, you have the varsity, and then you do have this whole boardroom scene, which is a great scene with Emilio coming in and say, uh, "I got a great education because you gave it to me, and you're gonna give it to them." Like, classic, classic. So I would, I would put it pretty high. Would you? So I'm gonna keep it, but would you put it above the prank war? Uh, I think, yeah, I think so from not from entertainment value, maybe, but I think it's more important as a subplot as like a not completely necessary, okay. subplot, but I, like I guess it. you do need to give a reason for varsity, like hazing JV. And it's, it's more than just like, you know, like you know, hazing and good fun, if you will, which yeah, not be the best I, phrase, but yeah, like I feel like if this hadn't happened, like or this subplot didn't exist, it would be like okay, yeah, they haze the front, like everybody gets hazed as a freshman, like yeah, and you'd be like, like why? Like, 
you might think like why are they taking it so far but now you know what yeah. like why yeah. and so again kind of like lines that are kind of important to later but you know if you weren't paying attention you kind of miss it similar like the whole like linda scene like wait what's with this name change how the fuck did they get away with that <laughs> yeah but well, really, linda ahead of her time really yeah yeah she's she snuck in and, and put the banner up there <laughs> oh you think that was linda who did that <laughs> i like also that another just random side thing not side plot but like uh how Charlie is able to unilaterally make that decision, or is that, or is that uh, Russ? Well, it's Bombay. Yeah, because because Dwayne says, "Look what Bombay did." After oh, the oh, that's right. Down. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, last one. We let's uh, keep this high and tight here. Uh, Portman not coming and then showing up at the end uh, because Bombay told him he should sign it, his scholarship, and come in. Would you keep it or get rid of it? I the only reason I'd say get rid of it is because like it I feel like it would have been better if he had just been there the whole time. You yeah. Know? Like it's not even really like it, like you said, it was like a throwaway line at the beginning where they're like, Oh yeah, Portman's not coming. And then he just shows up again. It's like I just feel like the Bash brothers being there the entire time would have been better. I don't know. I, I kinda like Portman showing up at the end and because Fulton is also the one who's like like what what is what's here for me yeah um, no, I, I, you're right that's a good point I hadn't thought about that and how like Fulton kind of follows Charlie's like mopiness I, I mean I would have loved to seen Portman in the prank war and like he would have taken it too far yes. but I think it, it, I think it does work the way they have it all right we can keep it but I agree with you Kevin I think it would have just been better if Portman was there the whole time which makes me wonder if if Aaron Lore was doing something, I was thinking that same thing earlier. D three and and had like an Emilio situation where he's like, "I'm gonna come for two days and film, and that's it." But um, all right. So where we'll we'll keep Portman as in. So we kept all the plot points. Surprisingly, um, like I said, the greatest film of all time. <laughs> where would you put Portman? Would you put him above Banks going to varsity? No. Uh, Goldberg versus Julie. Well, I'm in the camp that it should it shouldn't have happened. So I did, I guess I'm the wrong person to ask. I think it's 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 obviously very un it's it's harder to kind of believe Portman just showing up. Now the thing is, he could show up and play immediately in that intra squad game because it's like you don't have to worry about eligibility there. Yeah. So it's not like he showed up and played against the Blake Bears, and so. You know, I, I think this is um, it, it's pretty good. But obviously, the whole like like a, a fourteen year old stripping in the penalty box, <laughs> supposedly fourteen. Um, uh, also, it doesn't make any sense that if he doesn't doesn't sign the original scholarship, why Riley's brother wouldn't have still been on that team. Yeah, they are <laughs> they had they, a spot. Yeah. So but yeah, it doesn't make any sense that they never filled that spot, and that he is just able to show up. All right, I'm gonna put him at number six, uh, below Charlie and Linda, just because there's some questions there. So here's our rankings. Um, the number one plot point we have uh, the bumping of Riley's brother and the scholarship aspect of it. Number two, prank war between Varsity and JV. Number three, Banks going to Varsity. Number four, Goldberg versus Julie. Number five, Charlie and Linda. Number six, Portman. 
leaving and his return, and then number seven, Luis Mendoza and Mindy. Would you make any changes to those rankings? I like it. I think that makes sense. I think maybe maybe you can swap the like banks and the prank war or something, but I think generally speaking, that's a pretty good list. Oh, here, here's one we didn't even talk about, like Scooter and, and the cat somehow being romantic. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, I, that's a good one that we did not talk about. I would just get rid of it. Like, yeah. <laughs> nothing. Yeah. It was like a weird kiss at the end, and that was it. Yeah. I, I guess it shows that not everyone in varsity is an asshole. A dick, yeah, I think that's, that's yeah. probably the key there. But yeah, it's, it seems like the romantic parts of this, I guess, Luis, Scooter to Cat, and um, Linda is kind of like thrown in and didn't really need a lot of that. So I really wonder kind of this, the Scooter-Julie dynamic, It's was that supposed to be like bigger or something to begin with? Um, like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing, but maybe it just got relegated to what it was. But yeah, that you could argue is Mendoza territory, the Mendoza line, if you will. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's below the Mendoza line. I, I would get rid of it personally. Like, if you take that out, nothing changes. Um, so there you go. There you go. Uh, I think that is all we have on this topic. So let's take a short break and we'll come back with the quack question. We are back. You ask us questions on Twitter, on Facebook, through email. We pick the best ones. Try to answer them. Kevin, what is the quack question today? Uh, today's quack question comes via Facebook. Uh, and this is just a screenshot, so I have no idea who this actually is, but the name is Yup Yup. Um, and the question is, the banner drop is an epic moment of D3. However, what other thing would have been a more dramatic conclusion? Example, a mascot taking off its Indian head to reveal a duck head. That'd be a really big head, but uh, or, or the master or the headmaster telling varsity that their school fees are going to be doubled to pay for the duck scholarships. So, that'd be, that that's, that last one would be tough to like shoehorn in as a conclusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah like all of a sudden that the the, the varsity's fees go up. But um, yeah, I have a theory that Yup Yup is actually Stevie Yanks, and he's just mad at us for not picking his quack questions recently, so he's going with another aspect, but I might be wrong there. Um, my thought is that they, they maybe could have, like, given the varsity their new jerseys, and it's the Eden Hall Ducks jerseys or something like that. Well, like, make them wear them around in shame. Yeah, like instead Ooh, of just like the that. yeah, instead of just the banner, it's like these are your new jerseys, um, and then yeah, so that then they see like not only is the JV team going to be the Nahal Ducks, they have to wear the Ducks jerseys for the rest of the season or or whatever. Um, Maybe I think Tommy might appreciate this idea. Um, so I still have the banner, but then up above that, you get Ghost Hans, you know, just chilling. Like Happy Gilmore style. <laughs> like I like that. So people can see him or not see well, him? Well, at least like Charlie and Bombay can see him. Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I am down with the ghost cons. So. I guess what you could do is a um, couple thoughts. You could have like the whole, they have to put on the like the Ducks jerseys and shame. And then Jesse shows up. He's like putting on a Ducks jersey doesn't mean you're a real duck. And this is done at a end of year banquet and all the ducks get up and leave after he says that. And like the waiter comes around and gives the check to um, Riley 
and it's actually like an expulsion form. Mm. Wait, but and wouldn't they have already? I guess they wouldn't have graduated by that point. But well, I guess it's maybe or maybe, or something along those lines, like um, you're you're all kicked out of school and you can't graduate, <laughs> or you got to go to summer school, or maybe it's like a summer school pamphlet. Um, I feel like this would be a very difficult thing to like distill. What? No, do you have an end of year banquet? <laughs> I like the banquet idea, and I like Jesse yeah, I, just I like, showing up. I like up. Jesse showing up. Yeah. To like set up D four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He said, "Putting on a duck jersey doesn't mean you're a duck." And he says, "Let's go, boys!" And they all leave, just like the way Varsity went out on JV on their dinner earlier. So it's a callback. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it could just end there. It wouldn't have to have like expulsions. <laughs> but, and then, yeah. then they play. Um, we will quack you at the end. Yeah. Yes. No, I like it. I think that is our alternate ending. Uh, all right, we gotta wrap That's this up. That's the after credit scene. Yeah, yeah, like a Marvel movie type deal where you have a scene in the middle. But we gotta wrap this up because lunch break is almost over. Um, so for us, theclackative.com, go there, contact us at Twitter or at Quackative Pod on Twitter. Uh, Quack Tech Pod on Facebook too. Uh, that was a rough one. Go to iTunes, give us five stars. Tell us what you think of this alternate ending. There, go to the shop, get your gear. Kevin, is the new stuff in the shop yet? Uh, not yet. I, I ordered some samples, so I'm just like waiting to make sure that those are good. Uh, and then hopefully this week they'll be posted. There you go. New I, stuff. I guess I, uh, I do want to post something to the Quackalites. If you were to add an after credit scene to each of the movies, what could it be? And that's, maybe that'll be a topic of a future show. Mm, I like that. I like that. And how many times would Howard the Duck appear in this? <laughs> and with that, remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack. Ain't no Quack a dick is back, Jack. Oh, yeah.